0: Today's express edition of the Grind Hours podcast is brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the number one ticket app for buying and selling tickets. Sports fans, use my code GrindHour at checkout to get $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's the code GrindHour at checkout at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. And if you're not into sports, if you want to go see a comedy show or a play on Broadway, use my code. It still gets you in the building. Again, one more time, code GrindHour at checkout at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Seeky, life's an event, we have the tickets. Okay, this is a Solo Dolo Friday podcast in upstate New York, and I was contemplating doing this podcast yesterday while I was at WBCR, just hopping in the studio, because I was in there with pretty much nobody in there for three hours, because shows haven't started yet, shows start on Monday, I'll get to that at the end of the podcast, but Way into the city yesterday the whole jet season imploded and I've talked with numerous people about this but I want to get it on wax and I can only do this alone because nobody else except for other jet fans knows exactly the feeling that you get when you hear and you see the notification of Sam Darnold having mono. It's the only way I can describe being a Jet fan and seeing news like that is when you're a Jet fan, you are, you basically have a license to get stabbed at some point in the year. And you don't know when it's going to happen, and you don't know where on your body you're going to get stabbed, but at some point in time, over the course of a Jet season, they will stab you and run off with all of your money because... This jet season is over, and anybody telling you differently is either on the team or a super fan. Now, I say it's over, but I'm cautiously optimistic that I'm completely dead wrong, and Trevor Simeon is not hot garbage, and we can salvage something. But for about an hour and a half there, with the Darnold News and Anunua's neck injury, Mosley... Wasn't progressing. Quinn and Williams didn't practice. Le'Veon Bell was getting an MRI. That it was just it was too much to handle, and it seemed like the season is over. A day after the fact, we know that, or Bell has at least told everybody that his shoulder is fine. It was just some maintenance things that he had to get uh, ironed out, and he'll he'll play Monday. Mosley is optimistic to play Monday. Quentin Williams didn't practice, so he will probably not play on Monday. Darnold has mono. He's lost weight. And the Gays comments about him not, of, of him only missing a week, is completely and utterly ridiculous because I don't think he understands how serious mono is, especially if Darnold has already lost some weight. He's not coming back until probably mid-December if he's already lost weight because he's an NFL quarterback and he needs weight to absorb the hits and to stand in the pocket and to be able to deliver to deliver throws when they need to be made and be the Sam Darnold that every Jet fan knows and wants him to be. So, Simeon, Trevor Simeon is our quarterback for the foreseeable future, again, probably until the end of December. The last time that... Trevor Simeon trotted out during regular season football. Here were his stats. In 11 games, he threw for 2,285 yards, 12 touchdowns, and 14 picks. That's not great. With a completion percentage of 59%. Even 59%. We don't know if he could still play football because he hasn't stepped on a field since 2017. He is now a 28-year-old quarterback who has been on three teams in three years. He went from Denver to backing up in Minnesota to backing up here in New York. We don't know if he can play football. We'll see it that Monday night. And honestly, I don't know how well it's going to go because we don't know what this Browns defense looks like because they were absolutely mutilated last week by Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. I know the offense is going to be mad because they didn't show up on their home opener against Tennessee and flash all their new toys with OBJ. OBJ flashed a watch, but he didn't flash his new toys. Which, quick sidebar on OBJ, everyone getting their panties in a bunch that he wore a watch on the field, whatever endorsement deal he got for wearing that watch was ten times the fine that he received for wearing said watch. So Odell will be fine. I think he's going to want to show out and... Tremaine Johnson's going to have to have the game of his life or we're going to be in trouble. And Mosley's going to have to play because if not, we don't really have the pressure right now or figure out who the guys are to have the pressure right now to make Baker uncomfortable because that offensive line for Cleveland is not the greatest in the world and has a lot of holes. Especially with their left tackle kicking somebody on opening week and I think he got suspended. So they don't have their starting left tackle. But... We need to, in order for the Jets to win this game and not start 0 6, because they will start 0 6 if they don't pressure Baker and just let him have all the time in the world to find Landry and OBJ and everybody else. The next schedule, or the the, the following schedule after this game against Cleveland on Monday night is at New England, which is going to be absolutely brutal, by week at Philly. Home against the Cowboys, and then at Jacksonville. Now, Jacksonville is probably the first winnable game. Maybe Dallas, because Dak will probably come back to the norm. But starting 0 3 in the first four weeks, that's not where you want this team. And everybody on the Jets team is saying, you know, we love adversity. No one's believing in us, us against the world. That's great. But when it's us against the world, and you haven't... It's been us against the world since the 2009-2010 team lost in the AFC Championship. that That's when it was really us against the world because that's when it didn't work anymore. And we had to blow it up. We're in the middle of this rebuild again from trying to get back to the AFC Championship. This defense isn't good enough. I don't care what Jamal Adams puts on Twitter. I love that he's this optimistic because he has to be. He's the team leader. He's the heart and soul of this organization. He has to be up and positive because if you isn't, then we're Miami. But it's extremely hard to see any light when your budding superstar quarterback who's in his second year gets derailed by mono. And I'm not going to sit here and say and have any mono jokes for Sam Darnold. It's a serious condition, all jokes aside. And he needs to be, that needs to be our number one concern of getting him healthy, putting weight back on his body and getting him back in shape to live because you could die from mono. Regardless of football, get him back in shape to live. And then in mid-December, if he's ready to come back, boom, we'll put him in and hopefully we have some sort of machine where he can come in and just go balls to the wall and try to make us a playoff team. We are a playoff team, fully healthy. We didn't play like it on Sunday. I don't know what what happened. The defense literally shit the bed halfway through. But we need to figure out Sam Darnold's health situation and worry about football later. And speaking of worrying about health situation, I don't think Quincy Nunez should ever play football ever again. I think he is one of the most underutilized talents and he could have been one of the best receivers in the league, if not one of the best complimentary receivers in the NFL. But two neck injuries in the span of three years, I think is a drastic red flag. And I think he needs to hang up his cleats and not touch the football field ever again. And that's awful because of the talent that he has and who he could be on the field but you got to put your health first and he's got enough money where he will be fine and being in the nfl that gives you a platform that not many other people have so the business ventures that he goes into after his football career he can make a considerable amount of money and i think he should be fine but He needs to make that decision for himself. I can't make that decision for him. Personally, I would try to fight back. But in the back of my mind, I got to say, I can't keep doing this because this is life threatening. This is not just a nagging hamstring. This is your neck. You get one neck, which is connected to your spinal cord. And if you want to be paralyzed for the rest of your life, I mean, that's again, that's a decision that he needs to make. But as a fan of this team, you can't keep putting him in this situation. And it really, it's just, it's awful to see because I root like hell for the guy and I think he is the most underutilized talent on this team because the only thing that he has done for the past two years is catch screen passes when he is so much more gifted than that and can be a legitimate red zone threat and is just not utilized that way. But that's... Quincy, I hope you're getting better. Please... Please take your health into serious consideration and think about football. But, I mean, there's just... There's no silver lining as a Jet fan. Trust me, I want to be positive. I want to say, you know what, screw this. We're going to beat Cleveland. We're going to go into New England and give them a dogfight, get the bye week, and just run over Philly. But... I don't know if I could, you can't do that as a Jet fan, because it's, here we go again, the same old Jets. I mean, I was texting my grandmother, and she said, you know, mono," with like six exclamation points, only the Jets. And that's really, it really is only us. And I don't care, Giant fans, you're saying, well, we have it worse, we don't have a team. You've won two Super Bowls in my lifetime. You've seen the peak of the mountaintop. I have not. I've been the butt of every joke, from Rex Ryan with his wife having a Mark Sanchez jersey tat- tattooed on his body, to Tim Tebow, to Bart Scott, to Geno Smith, to this, and there's a million of other things that I'm not thinking of right now. That to the Browns' loss last year, where they where it was their first win in over two years, like. <coughs> As long as the mic's on, I could keep rambling with stuff that has been the butt of jokes in football and I'm tired of it. I I really I want is it that much to ask for a competitive football team? Seriously, is it that much to ask? All I want is a compet I want a playoff team. I'm not even saying I want a Super Bowl contender. If you're in the playoffs, you're a Super Bowl contender. So, I mean, maybe I am. But I just want to see this team do well because it's so much promise. And then you're just, you're you're left bleeding out at some point in, in the season. And it's September 13th when I'm recording this. Like, the season shouldn't be over, but it is. And to Adam Gase, pack up your shit and leave, man. You are not the coach that's going to win us a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. I know it's only week two, but the way that he's been in his pressers and the way that he's just not given the keys of the car to Sam Darnold yet in preseason, and I know it was one week, but we it was the same office, offensive system we were sitting through with bowls. It's uncreative, stagnant, and that is how you lose games when you have leads because they just they threw their hands up in the air put their feet back and was like we're just going to let the clock bleed buffalo done and that's not you can't do that in the nfl because you're going to lose 17-6 in your home opener and ruin your season because we should be 1-0 and if we were 1-0 the darnold hit would still be drastic but i think jet fans could shoulder the load of it saying we're 1 and 0. We have Bell, we have we still have Robbie, we still have Herndon coming back. We could shoulder this load. Mosley's going to come back. We could talk ourselves into it. Being 1 and 0, blowing a 16-point lead at home in the fourth quarter. You don't give your fans any life and it just makes sitting through every week that much harder cuz I will sit through every week and I will watch and root for this team and hope for the best but I'm not going to live tweet during games I'm just going to shut my phone off and watch the game I mean yeah I'll text people but I'm not going to I'm not putting shit on Twitter I'll talk about them on this podcast on wrapping up but this is going to be the only jet podcast that I do I'll talk with them I'll talk about them on my radio show but like it's I've gotten to the point with this team already where I'm done. I'm just, I'm done. I, I, I will be cautiously up. It was like the Mets a couple of years ago where I just, I shut down talking about them completely. I'm not shutting down my own team yet, but God, it doesn't, they make it hard. They really do make it hard. And I hope Joe Douglas figures out the coaching situation. Cause again, at the end of the season, Gase is gone. He has shown that he completely does not have any sort of sense of how to grasp the locker room, of how to handle a press conference, of how to handle a football team. He is a offensive coordinator at best, and should be. He should not be a head coach in this league. Whoever they get next, and it's going to be three coaches in three years of Sam Darnold, and that is the worst thing in the world for a quarterback's development to be th- in th- three different systems in the first 3 years of your of your career but that's the shit that the Jets have to go through and that is why we need to get rid of guys like Adam Gase because he, and Greg Williams I, I didn't read all of his comments but you can't give OBJ more fuel to burn us this week. I, I I just, I don't understand why this organization is so inept. When we have so much talent and so much promise on this roster and then year after year after year, we just, we blow up in front of everybody's faces. And this year, I want this year to be different. But Sitting here, I just can't. I can't. I can't think that this year's not going to be four and 11, four and twelve again. I want this team to be ten and six. We have the schedule to be ten and six, but right now we're looking at zero and six, dead in the face. We're looking at zero and six. Hopefully, we can be one and five. If we get up off the deck and rally around Trevor Simeon this week, maybe two and six. But even that, you're looking down the barrel of a gun. If we're 0-2, season seriously done. I don't care what anybody on the the team says. The season is done at 0-2 with a backup quarterback. It it just is, and that's where I'm going to leave. Right now, as we sit here, the line for the Jets game sits at, it was at 7 this morning, but it sits at, Six and a half. The Jets are a six and a half home dog on Monday night. I'll take the six and a half points and root like hell that it's a, we're doing this for Sam, but we'll see. Uh, I'll have a podcast going over the Jets on Monday. Monday, I will also talk about them. I'll talk about this more on my radio show because we're going to go, we're going to do it from five to six on Mondays now with uh, both, both Austin and I schedule. So that, so that will be up around 6 o'clock if you miss it on campus. So if you miss it, go to mywbcr.com. Listen to the first episode of year two of The Walk-On with Austin and myself. Listen to this podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at notthefakejleo. My picks will be up on Sunday on uh, The Basement View. My... MVP column will also be up on Sunday, and I have a couple of other things in the works. As well, for the next week, um, if you're listening to this, both of the podcasts that I was supposed to drop this week are already dropped. They dropped uh, today as I'm recording it, Friday the 13th. If that happens any time in the future, if I say on a podcast, you know, this podcast will be up on a Tuesday and the other one will be up on a Thursday, I'm commuting down to school, so... I'm exhausted when I come back home. I might not have the energy with just doing homework and making sure everything is good with school. Uh, I might not have the podcast up, so bear with me on that. I will update you guys on Twitter more as we go along. I'm just saying this for a little bit of housekeeping now. Um, But yeah, we'll be back on Sunday with week two of wrapping up season three. And I will be talking about the Jets pretty much all day Monday. Uh, with the radio show beforehand and then probably a podcast to follow on Monday night, Tuesday morning. So until then, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. Peace.